0: Good afternoon and welcome to the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Sandra Asante. Headlines. Government releases 800 million cedis for payments to road contractors. They will distribute PPEs to members. NHIA threatens healthcare providers charging illegal fees. Details of these stories and more after the break. Stay tuned. You're welcome back from the break. Thank you so much for staying with me to a very first story. The government has released 800 million cities to pay contractors working on the country's roads. Mr. Kwesi Amuakwata announced this when he inaugurated the road fund board yesterday in Accra. According to him, the contractors would from next week Monday begin receiving their checks when the necessary documentation have been completed. The minister explained that the government had, for the past one and a half months, been settling its indebtedness to contractors and expressed optimism that the contractors themselves will, in the next few months, appreciate efforts made to settle the payments. A substantial amount has always been paid to some of them. Victims of five wage camps in the northern and northeast regions are being sexually, verbally and emotionally abused, exploited in monetary terms and made to engage in forced labor without pay. A research. Has shown the exploitation was from members of the community who took advantage of the vulnerability of the victims of the fact that they were stigmatized and kept away from society. The study was conducted at the Ghani camp near Yendi, which has 158 females and 38 males. The Kukwu camp near Bimbila, with 160. 37 females and two males. The Geshuhu Camp, which has 99 females, and Gambaga Camp, which is the oldest, with 77 females and one male, and at the Pantiga Camp near the Gushugu, with 27 females. Police in the Ashanti region have conducted random swab to rid off the region of hardened criminals. In a statement issued on Thursday, 5th of August, the Ashanti Regional Police Command of the Ghana Police Service said five suspects were rounded up in the Kumasi metropolis on Thursday, 8th of July, after acting on intelligence. Kabina Ajay, 22 Miniru Isakar 18, Chumasi Desmond, also 18, Moro Alata 8 and Mohammed Mutala have been on the police wanted list for several robbies within the Kumasi metropolis were arrested with the assistance of the Aswebwa police. To another story, the teachers and education workers union here in collaboration with Education International African Region E. IAR has represented uh, personal protective equipment PPE to members to contain the COVID-19 pandemic in schools. In all, about 10,500 customized hand sanitizers and 125,000 pieces of disposal face masks will be distributed across the country, especially among its vulnerable members such as cooks, security personnel, janitors, pantrymen and women, gardeners numbered about 10,000. The President, Nanado Dankwa Kufwadu, has charged the newly sworn in Special Prosecutor Kisi Ejabin to fight corruption ahead of without fear or favor. The President believes that it's the only way to he can succeed. He has thus assured the new Special Prosecutor that all the necessary tools needed to carry out this mandate will be provided. President Kufwadu made this comment on Thursday, 5th August, when he is sworn in Mr Kisi Ejabin at the Jubilee House. On local stories, the National Health Insurance Authority (NHIA) has threatened to withdraw credential letters to healthcare providers that continue to charge its members illegal fees when they come to seek healthcare in their facilities. According to the authority, the charging of these illegal fees was having a toll on renewal of membership cards due to the bad experience they get whilst trying to seek healthcare in these facilities. Mr. Samuel Lobe, the Upper East Regional Manager of the NHIA, who issued a threat during the media briefing in WA, noted that these illegal charges were punishable for the contract NHIS and the service providers. A 35-year-old unemployed man, Kofi Avoka, on Thursday evening, allegedly murdered his pregnant wife, Irene Apia, 27 at Nkwadrobro, a suburb of in Adwoa Dream Municipality of the Eastern Region. It is unclear what triggers the man who was staying with three kids to hack his pregnant wife with a catalyst on her head and hands to death. The man, after committing the heinous crime, committed suicide by splashing his throat, which he ended up bleeding profusely. Janet Todoko, a food vendor in Ho has been fined with Ho Magistrate Court on two counts of selling food without medical certificate of fitness and accumulating refuse of her premises. Todoko is to pay a penalty unit of 300 cities on both counts or serve three months in prison if she defaults in paying the fine. The convict pleaded guilty when she appeared in the court preceded over by Madam Edith Lucy Zomeku and was convicted on her own plea. The Senior Staff Association of University of Ghana says it will engage its National Executive Council, NEC, to decide whether to comply with the National Labor Commission's directive to call off its nationwide strike or not. The NEC LC, after a meeting with the Association and the Fair Wages and Salaries Commission on Thursday, August 5th, gave the directive assuring that their consent will be addressed. Speaking, the President of the Senior Staff Association of University of Ghana, Mohamed Zakaria, said the Association will keep pushing until their consent are addressed. Government has released 260.4 million cities to settle part of the Ministry of Food and Agriculture, the MOFA in debtness to 71 fertilizers producing companies, food and agriculture. Minister doctor Ousu Owusu-Efriye Akoto has told the Parliament the release of the funds forms part of the Ministry's effort to address the shortage of subsidized fertilizers facing smallholder farmers in the country. Dr. Akoto was reported to have lamented The failure of the finance ministry to release 700 million cities of onward payment to fertilizer dealers and other subsidies since the beginning of the last year. A situation he said threatened the sustainability of the Planting for Food and Jobs initiative. The Minister of Foreign Affairs and Regional Integration, Shelly Ayoko Botry, has assured the Ghanaian's readiness to support the activities of the Japan External Trade Organization office, Jetro, in Accra. She said the pledge in Accra on Thursday, 5th of August, when the Director General of the Jetro, Hiraiko Sanike, visited her. She says supporting Jetro will help to forge strategic business partnerships between the private sectors of the two countries. According to her, Ghana and Japan have enjoyed long-standing cordial and strong bonds of friendship and cooperation based on shared values and priorities and give the assurance that Guineans remains committed to deepen the cooperation between the two countries for the mutual benefit of our people. Still on the local story, the Department of Labor says persons of Section 122 of Act 651 Labor Office and inspectors bearing identity cards will be carrying out routine follow-ups and complaint-based inspections at workplaces across the country. The department said the inspection would be done with both private and public sectors of places. This was contained in the press statement signed by Mr. Eugene na kolete chief labour office and occupied to the news some news agencies in Accra it says selection 122 of the labour act 200 mandated that the labour inspections be carried out to secure enforcement of the provision of the act relating to conditions of work and the promotion of harmonious working relationships between employers and their workers you are listening to the after news on Ghana talks radio we go for business stories now the member of parliament for the ajumako enyan esim constituency and ranking member of the finance committee of parliament dr kaseo atoforsen has urged that a kofu ados government to organize a stakeholding forum to help address the challenges confronting the guinean economy recalling a three-day economic forum held in 2014 by the then National Democratic Congress government, which the new patriotic party boycotted. Dr. Attoforson said the current government is probably at such a decision point, considering the current economic situation coupled with risking rising debt shock. ARB Apex Bank has introduced mobile banking for its rural and community bank customers. The Yagunan Quanta branch manager of ARB Apex Bank, Mr. Jonathan Nkoma Ishen, has announced that at the 32nd annual general meeting for stakeholders of Eficiman Rural Bank Limited at Bogos in the Pristia Honey Valley municipality, he said with the mobile money number, every customer can now have his or her banking account linked to the phone wallet, with the rcb and vice versa this is a major leave for the esteemed customers of our bank mr ishan employed that banks to sign all customers on this important service to enable them to enjoy the freedom of banking from the convenience of their foods still on business story a group called the interclass associates of chartered tax practitioners t has urged the Ghana Revenue Authority to conduct regular tax audit on non-governmental organizations operating in the country. Under Ghana's tax law, NGOs are registered as companies limited by guarantee and are therefore deemed as non-profit tax-exempt organizations, especially with Section 74 of the Income Tax Act 2015 Act 896, a statement issued on behalf of CTP by Mike Kofi Aflo, a former president of the Chartered Institute of Taxation, Ghana, explained this was necessary due to the influx of many NGOs invading taxes while they operate as profit-making ventures. You are still listening to the afternoon News on Ghana Talks Radio. We go for sports news and Hazaka Lady Centers back Janet Svater has been named Woman of the Match after helping the club secure victory in the final of the half women's championship league Waffle Zone B qualifier. The Black Queens defender excel as Hazaka ladies beat Nigerian champions River Angels to lift the trophy on Thursday evening. Hazaka ladies secure three goals to one victory at the state Champions in Abidjan. International News Now and Sudan court has sentenced six members of a parliamentary um, group to death for killing protesters during the 2019 demonstrations over fuel and food shortages. The shooting of the six protesters who include four school children sparked days over violent protests across Sudan. Issuing the sentence, Judge Ahmed Ahasan Araman said six members of the Rapid Support Forces RSF used unnecessary and excessive force during the July 2019 protest. This is a sentence to be hung, but under Sudanese law, they can appeal. Another RSF member was referred to as a juvenile court as he was below 18 at the time of the demonstration. We moved to Burkina Faso and suspected jihadists in the Burkina Faso have killed 30 people in the north of the country, officials say. men targeted villages near the border with Niger on Wednesday before opening fire on security forces who responded to the raid. Eleven civilians are mourned the dead. Burkina Faso's defense ministry said 10 of the attackers were also killed. No group has admitted of being behind the violence, but Islamic militants are active in the area some entertainment stories now and alia biggest album are to be made available on streaming services after being out of circulation for most of the last two kids, the late RB star final two records, One in a Million and alia have been in limbo for years, a result of legal issues and uneasiness in her family. Now, as the 20th anniversary of her death approaches, a deal has been stuck to reissue the records. The rolling out begins on 20th of August with the release of One in a Million. New titles will be released throughout the rest of the year including the soundtracks of the film Romeo Must Die in which Aaliyah coached as well as compilations of Ultimate Aaliyah and I Care For You. More entertainment during UK music festivals and other life events are to be protected by the government backed insurance scheme if they have to cancel because of COVID nineteen. It will begin next month with seven hundred and fifty million euros budget to cover cancellation costs if events are legally unable to happen due to government COVID nineteen restrictions. The live event industry, which has repeatedly called for such a plan, broadened and the announcement. More than half of all music festivals have been canceled summer, and several events, including the Town and the WOMAD festivals, have cited an inability to obtain cancellation insurance as a fact in their decisions. The new scheme will see a new insurance company provide cover, for life events with government agreeing to act as a reinsurer guaranteeing that any payout will be refunded. A viral Twitter thread written by a teenager that simply became known to eight thousands of fans as hashtag the story now, that strings of 148 tweets written in 2014. 24- 15 by 19 year old detroit waitress aziz Khan, known as zola about a wild florida road trip has been made into a featured film also entitled zola co-written and directed by filmmaker denise bravo and starring marini's black bottom actress taylor page americans who is is really cool and succession star Nicole brown the film is punctuated by the narration of Zola's tweets as a version of her epic saga related the film. In the film, Zola played a role of page tracks up a friendship, and a customer Stefan played the call who conjures her into joining her for a week of partying in Tampa, Florida. Thank you so much for listening to today's afternoon news. So you can get more news at our website at www.ganotalksradio.com. My name is Sandra. Enjoy the afternoon.